Hey, Capshovians, mark your calendars for January 23rd and 24th as we bring you the first ever Capshovians Live in Orlando. We are bringing together a dozen expert speakers to dive deep into the one, yes, just one, key strategy you need to scale your marketing and your business in 2024. You get an exclusive peek into the future of the Capture software and connect with leading industry figures. Whether you're looking to network with fellow entrepreneurs, learn from top-notch experts, or just want a memorable experience, this is the place to be. We are keeping this event intentionally intimate so that you're not just another face in a crowded room. Yes, we want to get to know each and every one of you, so spots are very limited, which means you're going to need to grab your ticket now. Go to www.capshovianslive.com and get in on the early bird pricing before it goes up. That's www.capshovianslive.com and let's take on 2024 together. West Virginia Commonplace presents The Life and Times of Appalachian JR, a story about a black man in West Virginia throughout the Appalachian Mountains or the Appalachian Mountains, whatever you want to call it. So I hope you enjoy. Now, the second episode inside the Life and Times of Appalachian JR goes off just like this. We're going to talk about sausage gravy. Now, sausage gravy, I understand some people don't eat pork, so I don't want to offend you guys. So, this might not be the episode for you guys to listen to. But sausage gravy, in its composition, that is something that is a southern thing, and it's a West Virginia thing, and it's a southern Ohio thing, too. Um, Whenever I leave and I go to Pennsylvania, I don't get any sausage gravy. Now, the story on sausage gravy is real simple. It's real, real simple. And I, and I just, I had to do this episode for this one because it is a staple for the food. You know, everybody, we actually don't even say sausage and gravy. We just say biscuits and gravy. It's something that if you don't know the terminology, then you don't know. Now, real simple. All you got to do is have your sausage, whatever one you want, hot or mild, have you a third cup of uh, some flour, maybe three to four cups of whole milk, make it taste better. Um, half a teaspoon of seasoned salt and um, two tablespoons of pepper or you, just like we do. And then your biscuits or whatever. You, you cook all that stuff together. Now, with those ingredients, you can touch them up and do them how you want. We just do whatever. Now, the reason for an episode of this is because of this. We have sausage gravy at restaurants out here. And... Sausage gravy at Tudor's is different than sausage gravy from Hardee's, and it's even different than sausage gravy from McDonald's. Because the sausage gravy you get from McDonald's, I can probably tell you, nah. But let me give you the story about sausage gravy and me. I told you about how we go to town. Now, in some instances, when I meet up with people that aren't from the area or just any type of like morning setting that I'm going to do with someone... I will ask if I'm eating somebody for breakfast or blah, blah, blah. Do they have gravy and biscuits or sausage gravy? I personally myself do not eat a lot of biscuits. I don't care too much for bread all the time. But the sausage gravy has got to be on point. It can't be bland or nasty. So when I go to Charleston, for instance, I know I've got Hardee's, i got Tudor's. And everybody, anybody that has a Hardee's knows what that sausage gravy tastes like. It can't. I mean, it can't be too much different than what it is from Virginia to North Carolina with sausage gravy. But when you go to our mom and pop places like Tudor's, 
each sausage gravy is not equal. And I'm and I'm basing this on what type of sausage they use. I love Gano sausage, and Gano sausage has a certain taste to it that not everyone has. And even at home, when when I'm eating at home sausage gravy, the sausage that we get from the pigs that are slaughtered and different things like that, that sausage gravy that you make at home with those homemade biscuits hits way harder than anywhere else. Now the design of this is, is that when you do sausage gravy and biscuits. It eliminates the need for a lot of extra stuff because sometimes you can just do that up, fry some eggs. I like my eggs uh, over medium, and then however you like your eggs, eat them. But if you eat your eggs scrambled, that's a different story for another day. But here's the deal: you, you go into a place like Tudor's, or even if you're at home, we'll just go back to the home scenario. At home, and you got that skillet going, and you already cooked the sausage, so you already got the good flavor in there. And you throw in your batter, your mixture that you're going to do for that sausage gravy. And you, and you crumble up the sausage after you've cooked it. You know, you keep some sausage to eat and you put some in there. And you get that stuff whipping up real good. Whip it, whip it, whip it. Real hard. Rick Ross style. And, the, you know, the the what you're cooking in, that cast iron, it has an enhanced flavor in it. And if you don't know about cooking and you don't know about cast iron, that's a whole other thing I'll have to do in the future. But... Them biscuits, you got to make sure they're good when it's home style. But if you're at a restaurant, we'll just go with Tudor's for instance. You get at Tudor's about five, between 5 and 7 o'clock in the morning, you're going to get the best sausage gravy of your life. You get there about between 9 and 11, you are going to lose some flavor and flair when it comes to what you're doing. And that's a harsh reality. So... Get your sausage gravy at Tudor's, sit down with it over medium egg. And I've noticed I eat my stuff separate because I'm one of the people that got them issues where I like my stuff to be separated here, here, and there. And got the eggs on the side, blah, 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 blah. No bacon because that's a, I got enough pork in my life. High blood pressure is already what I'm assuming and what I'm keeping in life. So you get sausage gravy, you get your fork. Or your spoon. I don't know how people do it with a spoon, but I got to have a fork to chop up the biscuit and shit. But some people take a spoon and just work all that magic. Boom, 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 boom. Four cuts. Boom. Got the biscuit. Got the gravy. Uh, done. Me, I like my gravy on the side and I can pour it in and, and, and do my own orientation on it. Because I don't like the idea of someone, even at home, someone putting sausage gravy over my food when I can do it myself. Salt and pepper everything, you know, however to your delight. But the sausage gravy, when you eat it, it's a fulfilling thing that can carry me, almost make me skip lunch. So an Appalachian thing that you should know about is sausage gravy. Sausage gravy is a staple in West Virginia. It's something that we eat. It's something that we love. When I go to a McDonald's and get it, yeah, it looks gray sometimes. And I know that sounds crazy. Like, that shit really does look gray. But salt and pepper to it when I'm in a rush and I get it in that little cup, minus the biscuits because... You never can tell where you're going to get good biscuits from. Because some people get good sausage gravy from IHOP. And I'm like, eh, I don't see that. But anyway, getting back to tying this into Appalachia. But it was one of the things that when I got older, I appreciated more once I moved to West Virginia. And, you know, going to Kentucky and different places. Because it was one of the meals that, you know, you know is going to be good. Uh, we we had a Biscuitville um, Huddle House, Waffle House, 
and it may be some other places that I may be missing omelet omelet house or omelet express or some shit. Um, these places all have the sausage gravy. And like I said, it's one of the attractions about coming to West Virginia or being in Appalachia. You get some of that sausage gravy, you're on point. And it's something that you can eat year round. And it doesn't have like a, I mean, eat it for breakfast. If you eat dinner for breakfast, I mean, I don't know if it, that's good. I've never tried that. I might do that later on next week, but the, the taste the the texture and all of that, it's something that's just easy to go down quick. Um, when you make it from scratch, it doesn't take much time. The thing that's scary that, that I that I do got to put a disclaimer on is, is when people get that gravy out of the can from the stores out here. I'm kind of leery of that. I'm like, you can make your own gravy. But the gravy out of the can, sometimes I've been fooled. I ain't going to lie. And I've eaten it, and it's not been bad at all. But on to a better note with this. Uh, just... It's one of those staples of, of the thing, and everybody knows that I'm a food person, and we just go with that. And uh, it's one of those great things. So once again, this is a, the second episode inside of Life and Times of Appalachian JR. Uh, just giving you a little insight of what it's like to be in West Virginia, Virginia, anywhere in the mid-Atlantic, in the north-south, and the south-north, which is West Virginia, Mason-Dixon line, and just a nice feel for what we like to eat or at least what i like to eat so on that note i'm signing off i want to thank you guys for listening to this quick bit uh inside this little series that i'm doing and if you have any questions anything like that definitely just send us an email you know we thoroughly enjoy hearing from any and everyone that likes to be involved in what we're doing and we continue to do what we do because you all listen and let us know you give us responses back and let us under let us know that this is good or this is not good so once again, I'm JR and I'm signing off. Hey y'all, Appalachian Queer Film Festival is back. Join us for film, community, and conversation at the Foundry Theater in Huntington, West Virginia from October 6th to 8th. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Appalachian Queer Film Fest and look at our website, AppalachianQueerFilmFest.com for more information. Hope to see you there. Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn, hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site. Join the email list from the website, and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly thanks for listening and tune into the next episode.